I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, friends, and welcome to season three of Quit Your Day Job. I am your host, Alicia Fernandez-Miranda. In this podcast, you'll learn all about the fascinating jobs that people do, some that you might never have even heard of, as you contemplate your own possibilities. I started this podcast because I've always been fascinated by jobs. I even quit my own day job to spend a year as an intern, and you can read all about it in my new book, My What If Year. It's out now and can be bought everywhere books are sold. Or head over to my website, aliciafmiranda.com, for more info. In these times of quiet quitting and great resignations and loud quitting or whatever, I think more people than ever want to follow their passion. Everyone on this podcast has, and I encourage you to do the same. Hello, my lovely listeners. In this conversation with the wonderful Tori Archbold, she told me that she doesn't like to describe herself by what she does, but I thought it would be helpful if I told you a little bit about her anyway. The Australian Tori has been CEO of her own global businesses for over 20 years. She founded a brand and communications agency called Torstar that was responsible for bringing some of the world's biggest and most impactful brands into Australia. And now she runs Powerful Steps, which is about helping women claim their power. She's got a podcast called Powerful Stories, which I can't wait to be on soon, that has drawn over 150,000 downloads. She speaks regularly, and she is the author of a brand new book called Self-Belief is Your Superpower. Enjoy this chat with Tori. All right. Well, Tori, I'm so excited that you are here, that you are talking to me from the future. It is Wednesday where I am and Thursday where you are, which will never cease to blow my mind every time it happens. <laughs> That's really exciting. And you know what? I think when you have a global business or you have a global community, it's so important to get involved. So I'm used to these early mornings and I'm sure that you're used to the you know late nights simply totally. because you want to connect with like-minded people. Yes. And there's like that exciting buzz. You know, I've been doing so much in the US with my book coming out a few weeks ago that I, I just feel like I want to be online. When people are sending me things, I like want to write back right away and it drives my poor husband crazy. It'll be 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, hold on. This person just emailed me. I need to email them back right now. He's like, oh, stop. But in the mornings, I'm quite free. I get to do my yoga and like have a nice coffee and sort of do all of that. So you just sort of build your life around a different timetable, don't you? Well, yeah, I've always done that because I believe in building a global community and staying connected with people. But I do have a little bit of structure to the madness, which I can share with you. And that is, you know, every morning when I wake up, I have a few rituals, which really, really set me up for success um, because I learned the hard way through a near-death experience that, you know, life is short spend your time with the people that light you up from the inside out. But most importantly, your health is your wealth. So if you don't look after your health, you know, you can't kickstart your day. So the first thing I've got like a, a hot water and lemon, which, nice. um, you know, is really good because it kickstarts. 
I then normally go for a walk and talk with my husband. I try and hit 10,000 steps, but my aim is to hit 20,000 In the day. morning or all day? In, all- yeah, in the morning, in the so morning. Good. Yeah, so we, we wake up um, really early. And the one thing about lockdown in Sydney was that we weren't allowed to walk outside a five-kilometre radius, right, which was really crazy. We had some of the toughest lockdown laws in the world, in mm. Australia. But what it did for us was when we were allowed to go, you know, like 10 kilometres, 15 kilometres, you got to rediscover different parts of your neighbourhood that you may not have before. So we don't walk the same route every day. We go somewhere different. So whether it's down to Bondi Beach, whether it's the park, you know, whether it's just, you know, going five or 10 minutes outside of where we live in the car and going to a different beach. Like I love the discovery of being in nature and doing something a little different. And then the third thing that I do every morning, and it's my non-negotiable, is I have a morning shower ritual. Mm. And in that morning shower ritual, which was taught to me by a Buddhist monk in Thailand, it's basically to anchor myself, to be able to tap into my intuition, to really clearly see the runway of life. And when we talk about seeing the runway of life, it's, you know, how can you add value to the lives of others? So it's hopping in the shower. It's I'm getting some lavender oil which, you know, in the UK you can get from boots or, you know, wherever. And it doesn't have to be expensive. You just put three drops on your decollage and you inhale and exhale really, really deeply. And what I find is it really just calms your mind, body and spirit. And look, if you've got 30 seconds in the shower, I still recommend it. If you've got 20 minutes, go into a deep meditation because it's just a really, really nice way to listen to what your body wants you to do. Right now, you've just come off the back of your book launch. Congratulations. Thank you. And you're probably going, Ah, I can breathe. And I'm about to go into my book launch. (laughs) And I'm like, Whoa, I can easily go into overwhelm because there are so many things that you need to do, you know, to make it a success. However, when I'm in that shower in that morning ritual, I don't get overwhelmed because I'm like, methodically. Tori, if you can just do this milestone, then that's okay. You've got freedom in your heart. You can move on to the next. So for anyone feeling a little bit overwhelmed or, you know, what's my next career move or how am I going to juggle my family, my work and time for myself? I find that it synchronizes it for me and it will for you as well. So that's my little hot tip for the day. Totally brilliant. I, if I could manage to get out of pajamas before 12 o'clock, I usually feel like that day has been a win. So I think I need to work on my morning rituals because uh, usually I'm like, this, this is a victory. I'm not in my laptop in bed, you know, still wearing the same thing I was wearing online. So, but that is is a no, no, (laughs) (laughs) that is a no, no, Alicia. You cannot take that work energy into the bedroom. What's your husband going to say? I know. Well, he's usually out with it. He's the one walking in the morning and I'm like, ugh. Yes. During book launch, that was not the case, but I love this. Okay. So, so my equivalent of a morning ritual for this podcast is I'm taking you through a this or that round. And Mm -hmm. then I really want to hear, I'm so excited to hear about your book and talk more about these just incredible experiences you've had. You mentioned a near-death experience. There's so much richness in your story and I cannot wait to get into it, but I have to ask you five quick questions. Tell me your quick answer. You can give me a little explanation if you want. Are you ready for your this or that? Yeah, hit me up. (laughs) Okay, question one. Are you taking your powerful steps in heels or in flats? Depends on the moment. I used to wear heels all the time. 
uh, when I was running my global agency, but now you tend to find me in flats. And actually at home, here's a fun fact, I don't wear shoes. (gasps) Barefoot at home. I love that. Mm. Mm. All right. Question two. This one is maybe controversial for your Australian fans out there. Tim Tams or Anzac Biscuits? Oh, Tim Tams. Okay, good. Without a doubt. I love Tim Tams. (laughs) That's so good. When we meet, I'll bring you some. So here's a little tip, um, and I'm about to do it as well because we land in Los Angeles in a couple of weeks. So I coffee date around the world, yeah, and and I always have three coffee dates with people, one with someone I know, one with someone I want to partner with, and one with someone completely outside my comfort zone. Now, you got to know where to coffee date in the right places. So for me, I always go to our local supermarket because I know how expensive Tim Tams are in other parts of the world, Mm -hmm. and I pack like up to 20 of them hide them in my suitcase. And so when I'm coffee dating around the world, I actually give people Tim Tams, including the concierge, if I want like the hot tip or I want to get a really good table at a really cool restaurant. And the guy's like, oh, I don't really think I can get you into Craig's in LA. And I'm like, oh, here are some Tim Tams. Here's some Tim Tams. can help me? (laughs) Oh, Miss Archibald, no problem. We got you in a... (laughs) Because they don't know you, right? But everyone knows Tim Tams. So that's why Tim Tams is my answer. Oh my God, I'm going to start doing this. I don't know what my equivalent would be here in Scotland. Like, well, whiskey maybe, but I can't always pack it on the plane so easily. But I could just carry little flasks in my purse and hand them out to people. I'd be the most Absolutely. popular person on tour. <laughs> okay, so I love your coffee date idea. I think it is brilliant what you do. When you go on a coffee date, question three, what is your coffee of choice? Skim piccolo. A skim piccolo. So like a tiny with a little bit of milk? Like a macchiato with okay. um, skim milk, yes. Okay. Although when I'm in Thailand recently at this wellness retreat called Kamalaya, I actually, um, they grounded pumpkin seeds. Ooh. So they replaced milk with pumpkin seeds and I loved it. Oh my God. But here's another fun fact about me. I don't cook. So my husband and my daughter cook in our family because um, I always say you can't be good at everything and I'm terrible. Like I burn spaghetti. So for me, Having, you know, the skim milk in Australia is important, but when I travel, if I can have it with pumpkin seed milk, I will. I have never even heard of that before. I feel like that's going to start a trend. Pumpkin seed milk. (laughs) Totally. Okay. uh, Question four. I know you've spent time in the UK as well as Australia. So are you Marmite or Vegemite or neither? Well, Vegemite's Australian. So I have to say Vegemite. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And finally, I feel like I've already heard several amazing sound bites from you in just the first few minutes of this conversation. But if you had to pick one mantra or motto that you say to yourself most often, what is that? A happy heart is a magnet for miracles. A happy heart is a magnet for miracles. Okay. You aced this round and you also gave us some amazing <laughs> tips. And now I'm hungry for Tim Tams, but you know, I'm just gonna have to wait for you to come to Scotland and bring me some, I think. So totally. And I'll have a whiskey with you on ice. We will get that done. (laughs) Okay. So Tori, why don't you just start by describing for our listeners, what is your job? How do you describe your job to people? It's really interesting because, you know, a lot of people will call you what they believe you are. So I've been called everything from like, you know, a CEO to an entrepreneur to a PR powerhouse to the most connected woman in Australia. But I guess it all comes down to who you believe you are. So I believe like I'm a woman who has had some extraordinary experiences and now I'm able to share them with other people. 
So my first business, you know, you could call me, you know, PR brand communications. I had a team of 22. I had 10 freelancers. You know, it was an extraordinary business which attracted the world's top performing brands, celebrities and influencers. And in fact, a lot of brands from the UK we launched into Australia, like, you know, Mulberry, Misguided, and Next. There were, you know, incredible brands and incredible people that I still keep in contact with. But in 2019, I launched two big American brands, in, well, three big American brands into Australia, actually. The first was Victoria's Secret. The second was Steve Madden. And the third was Drew Barrymore's Flower Beauty. And by the time I launched Drew, we had a big celebrity event with influencers and all the media. And I was, you know, watching her talking about women you know, lifting each other up and sharing their life experiences to add value because, you know, everyone gets to that transformational phase in their life where they're like, what's next? And I had been trusting my intuition through those morning shower rituals for quite a few years. And I knew that I had a book in me. I knew I was going to birth a new business and the timing felt right. I had 20 years at the top of my game, you know, running a global brand comms agency, And I felt like I'd achieved everything that I wanted to achieve on that runway of life. And so I decided to shut my agency. I found everyone new jobs in incredible brands. I just said to them, look, I'm going on a new path. I was 44 years old. And a lot of people said, why would you shut a multi-million dollar business? It's Mm. doing really well. You're working with incredible brands and celebrities. Like it looks like you've got it all. And I had to ask myself, well, I didn't feel like I had it all because I felt that something was missing. And I think the piece for me that was missing was that I felt that I could give to people in a different way. Yeah. Through my experiences. So I started Powerful Steps and it's an online platform for, you know, female leaders and entrepreneurs who really have had great success in their life, but they're asking, how do I get to that next level? How do I build a global network? How do Mm -hmm. I build a powerful personal brand? And so when you ask what I do, it's, I do what lights me up, you know, I do what lights me up from the inside. And you asked me about my mantra and I said to you, a happy heart is a magnet for miracles. I think what women struggle with so much is looking at the mirror, you know, every Mm -hmm. single day and not liking what they see. I love what I see. I wake up, I love what I see. I love who I wake up next to. You know, I got married later on in life. Mm. You know, I love my family unit. I love the people that I choose to surround myself with. So I guess, you know, I could I could have said, I'm an accountant, I'm a lawyer, <laughs> I'm an executive assistant, or, you know, whoever the audience is that's listening right now, I don't think you should box what the answer is. I think yeah. you should speak from the heart. And, you know, I've met CEOs who are absolute assholes. And they could come <laughs> on here and go, I'm a CEO of a, you know, Fortune 100 company and I'm boom, 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 and it's yeah. all like bravado. Whereas I've been a CEO twice in my lifetime, but it's not the answer I gave you. Totally. The answer really truly is like, you know, what lights me up each and every day is what gets me out of bed, what gets me excited. But also that's a gift being happy from the inside out because you are able to anchor your every move to your values, your truth, your intent, your purpose. Mm -hmm. And I know because I've built powerful brands for other people I know that's how I can build it for myself. And that's what I do with Powerful Steps is I help women build powerful global brands. That's amazing. I want you to take me to that moment when you were at the top of your game and you made this decision to do something new. Because I think that that 
is really terrifying for a lot of people. Mm. This idea that you will have been working so hard towards something and then you can just turn around and leave it behind. Take me back to that moment. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, I think, as I said before, that moment started hitting me three years beforehand because, you know, my morning shower ritual, I, I just felt that something else was birthing itself inside of me. And I remember calling my accountant and saying, I think I'm going to start another business. He's like, really? You're going to take on another business? And I said to him, no, I'm going to shut the one I have. And he goes, well, why wouldn't you have taken the money to sell it? And I said, because I didn't want to be tied in to Mm -hmm. other people's bullshit, you know? And I also believe that I can take what I've learned and experienced with Torstar and I can transform it into something more powerful with powerful steps. And the first thing he said to me was like, okay, Troy, you know, you got to register the name. What's it going to be called? (laughs) And I always think this is really interesting when people step out of a corporate role or they've had a business and it no longer lights them up. And your question is, why did you make that move? Mm. And the answer is this, I followed the signs. So when he said to me, what's the name going to be? Really was a bit gobsmacked because I hadn't thought about that. And so I remember just being online and um, my assistant was next to me and a few of the girls in the team. And I was like, something around power, power, power. And, I, you know, it just kept coming to me. And I was like, guys, but if I register the name, I've also got to have all the social handles. I've got to have the website. I've got to have all this stuff. And I was like, we're going to land on this name because everything is going to be in alignment and the universe is going to show me what I'm meant to step into. Mm. And about half an hour later, it was like, oh my gosh, Powerful Steps is available all around the world. You can trademark it. Tori, you can create the most amazing global footprint and you can birth your idea. And I remember calling my accountant. I was like, I've done the name. And he goes, that's amazing. And I said, but you're never going to believe what's happened. I've owned all of it. I've like <laughs> now put in for my global IP. I'm getting a website up because, you know, I'm a woman of action. So That was the first moment. But then, of course, I committed to launching these American brands into Australia with my team. So the pivotal moment, I never had a photo with a celebrity, even though we worked with a lot around the world with Torstar, until my daughter said to me that she wanted a photo with Drew Barrymore. And I broke my golden rule of not having a photo with people. And so, you know, she was having the photo with Drew and then Drew's like, Tori, Tori, come into the photo. 
And I just knew if I was going to break that rule because my clients were the stars and I was going to jump in that photo, then it was game over for me. Mm. And so it was game over. It was like, you know what, I'm ending on a high with one of the most amazing women in the world, my daughter, who I love dearly by my side. And I was like, that's it. It's time for new beginnings. And that's what happened. I just listened to what I was meant to step into. Do you, it's, it sounds like you do that a lot this kind of faith in your intuition and faith in the signs that you're getting. Is that, do you feel like that's always been something that you've been naturally very good at? Is it something you've cultivated or built over time? I feel it's been cultivated because I had to slow down and I feel that anyone can tap into their intuition. Mm. All they have to do is create space for themselves to listen to what their body really needs. But I think it really magnified after I had a near-death experience in 2013, which was a decade ago, where, you know, that was like a thunderbolt out of nowhere for me. And I really had to reframe the way I was living my life, how I was, you know, getting up, showing up, and I was showing up for everyone except for myself. And so, and so through that process, I really had to find myself, which is the hardest thing, right? Because we talk about waking up and looking at yourself in the mirror and loving what you see. I wasn't in alignment with that a decade ago and I really surrounded myself with some incredible mentors around the world who helped me tap into what we're all born with, which Mm. is that, you know, that self-belief, that intuition, that anything is possible. I'd always had that. Otherwise, I wouldn't have started my first business when I was 24 and my second at 44. But that near-death experience just opened up a whole new portal because I'd always been able to see the runway of life, which was why I think a lot of people were attracted to what I was able to achieve for them because it was coming from the heart, but it was also coming from a vision. But now it's, um, look, it's just super clear. It's super clear. But I do go back to, you know, one of those questions you asked me earlier and we were talking about, you know, the three things I do in the morning. In my business attraction program, I teach the women about the morning shower ritual that the Buddhist monk taught me. They say their intuition is at an all-time high. They say they have clarity. um, They're able to break free of situations that probably were no longer serving them, whether it was career or personally. But most importantly, you know, I say to them, if you do take a shower at nighttime, which I hope everyone listening does, but (laughs) if you don't, it's okay. So at nighttime, you do the same thing, but you end up with gratitude, yeah? Mm. So if you're starting your day being open and receptive to what's meant to come in, you work in flow. When you look in the mirror, if you see something that you love, you light up from the inside out, right? So a lot of people say to me, oh my gosh, Tori, you can walk into the room and you just attract all these amazing people or people just want to connect with you. Well, that's because it's my inner, yeah? My inner lights up. So anyone can do that. But when you're ending your day with gratitude, you're closing out the loop and you're allowing your body to really just take in all the extraordinary things that came your way during the Mm. day, right? And then you can sleep at night. You can sleep at night really peacefully and you can get up the next day and go, you know what? I'm here to be of service. I'm here to add value. And you're also able to see through your intuition that the challenges that you might have faced are actually possibilities. They're not challenges. You don't need to be overwhelmed. There's always a solution. 
I have been hearing from so many of my peers, particularly women, you know, throughout my book tour and in the kind of lead up to my book, which has a lot of alignment with your work, that they're at, they feel like they're at a crossroads. And I imagine a lot of the women that come to your program and that come to you and that find you are feeling the same. I want to know, one, why do you think that is? And two, was this always from the moments you were birthing this, was it always going to be focused on women? Is that you know, critical to your mission, I, I would really just love to know more. Mm. Yeah. So look, I do actually mentor a lot of um, high profile men behind the scenes. I just don't talk about it because uh-huh. I really, <laughs> I wanted my focus to be women. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not that I don't love the men because 80% of my business with Torstar, I dealt with men, but it seems that 80% of powerful steps is women. And it's because women come to my programs because they're looking for happiness and often they don't know how to find it Mm. yeah so they might have had an early career then they might have had motherhood and then they're like okay what's next what's in this third journey who am I how am I going to attract the richness in my life that I deserve and so I feel that if women are looking to be happy and I can show them that through rediscovering the power of who they are, the power of their story, celebrating their successes, but translating what they think is their weakness into a reframe of their mindset, that it's just a challenge that becomes a possibility. And then through the art of understanding the power of your story, I help them reshape their brands. I help them reshape their DNA. I help them reshape their thinking so that they can just stand up there and go, oh, my God, Trey, this is just incredible. So I'll give you an example. Yesterday we were on a session for the Business Attraction Program, and I just said to everyone, look, I'm going to do this session. It's going to be Torstar style, and you guys are all my teammates, yeah? And we're all going to have each other's back, and I want everyone to share a part of their story and their journey, whether it's career, family, whatever, their game-changing moment on LinkedIn. And you can see everyone's like, and I said there are 16 of us on this call I'm not getting off the call I've got your back until we've all done it and when you post what's going to happen is everyone in the group is going to like engage and comment and we're going to amplify right Mm. now this woman last night she she sent me a text at around seven o'clock she's from rural Australia she's got a very successful five-star luxury resort right it's been spoken about in the media all around the world and she goes Tori I've only got 60 LinkedIn followers, but I've got almost 6,000 views on that post yesterday. She goes, the numbers are not adding up. I said, no, the numbers are adding up because we had your back. Yeah, we had your back. So everyone in the group was like liking and commenting. And so it went into the feed, which gave her permission to shine. So the thing is, you you just got to shift the energy forward. There was another woman in that group who used to be a GM of a big, like big property company. It's a global property. And she, for the last couple of years, she's been going through a divorce and she was privately DMing me and she said, Tori, I don't think I can do this. I've got nothing to talk about. And so I bought it into the group and I said, Kylie, you are a GM of a global business. You had a massive team. Where's the last photo of you with your team looking incredibly happy? Do you have it? She goes, yep. I said, that's what you're going to post. And she goes, what's the relevance of that? And I said, because you're going to say, it's been a little while since I've been on LinkedIn. This is my tribe. These were my people. This is what I achieved in this business. 
I've taken time out to have a reset, but boom, I'm back. You know, she was like, oh my gosh, yes, you know? Mm. So it's how you reframe the situation and how you think about shifting your energy forward that allows you to attract extraordinary opportunities. So there's never an excuse where people, I don't have a nice photo of myself. I'm like, what's the last photo that you saved in your favorites on your phone? You like that photo, post it. (laughs) I love that. So you have this book. You said you had an idea. You knew you were going to be birthing a book for a long time. So self-belief is your superpower. It's coming to the world. Tell me a little bit about writing that and your process to getting that published. So it was three years because in Australia, I don't know what it's like in the UK, but people just want to put you in a box. Mm. So (laughs) they were like, we can give you a book deal in Australia, but it's only going to be in Australia. And I knew that what I was going to create would have global impact. So that just didn't feel right for me. Yeah. So I just, I never really followed up with those offers because I'm like, no, that does not feel right. And you got to go with your gut instinct, right? So then I saw this amazing publisher who used to head up Simon & Schuster and she's Australian, but she was working for the number one independent media publisher in the in the US. And I'd been following all the publishers because I just wanted to read into their energy and whether or not they'd be with me, right? I saw her in Miami and I was like, she's the one. So it came to like January last year and I reached out and I said, look, I'd like to invite you for a coffee date at Bills in Bondi. And she said, yes, straight away. I didn't tell her what I wanted to speak about. I just said, look, I feel like you and I should connect. We chatted for two hours and I just said to her, you're going to publish my book, but we're going to do a global deal. And she goes, yeah, that's going to happen. That's amazing. And that's how it happened. From a, I didn't bring Tim Tams, but I did drink a skim um, piccolo. I okay. had two of them. So that's how it happened. And so I guess I'm one of very few people in Australia that have a global book deal. So the book's called Self-Believe is Your Superpower. Obviously, it taps into my experience creating and building powerful brands but also through my podcast, Powerful Stories, I've interviewed some extraordinary people from around the world and they've given me um, permission to share those stories with them as well because what I wanted was I wanted people to see that anything was possible. And I've also included people in our programs that have had extraordinary results because in life when you believe you can, you will. Mm. And with that, it doesn't matter where you come from because we're all born naked. We leave, you know, earth naked as well. It's what we do in that time frame in between that makes a difference. And so it's really for women who are at their crossroad going, what next? Or what if I did this? Or can I do this? And the answer is, yeah, you can do it all. You absolutely can do it all. And I spoke about before how, you know, I don't cook. Well, I'm able to do what sets my heart on fire because I delegate what doesn't, Mm. you know? So if you remove what doesn't work for you, you create space for what does. And so when people go, you know, you got it all going on, how do you make all this work? It's because I'm very protective of my time. I think that's fantastic advice. My thing when I, I remember reading this article that was like, you can't do everything you can't do everything perfectly. You know, you have to be no. bad at some things. And so at the time I had failed my driving test for the third time. And I was like, right, I'm giving up driving. 
<laughs> but oh, I nice. will say that it only took me uh, a pandemic and seven years, but eventually I did pass my driving test here in the UK. So now Good I can drive now two driving licenses, <laughs> but that was my thing. Tori, I feel almost greedy asking you the final question that I ask all of my guests because you have given so much brilliant and beautiful advice. But if there is someone who is listening to this and feeling very inspired by your words, but also feeling like they don't know what the first thing to do is to get on this path to really, you know, owning their power and owning themselves. What What is one thing that someone listening to this can do today, can do right now to take that first step? Take the time to understand who they are. Get a journal out and just start writing. Write about your life experiences. What was your family life like? When you left school, what did you do? Who mentored you? What was that game-changing moment? What were those challenges? What were those opportunities until you learn to where you are today? And what you'll see is that there are patterns. And when you see the patterns, you see the possibilities. Now, what I've actually done is anyone that pre-orders the book, they can go to selfbeliefisyoursuperpower.com. I've actually got the framework for my morning shower ritual, my coffee dates, how to actually um, find who you are through the power of your story and a lot of other really cool bonuses. All you have to do is just put the receipt number for where you bought it in the UK, which I'm assuming is WH Smith, which I know we're with or Barnes & Noble, but you can buy Amazon as well. And you can actually get all of those assets, which normally are just for like our high level community, but I wanted to share it with a wider world. So you know, you can access how to access your power through those bonuses, which is the power of your story. When you own it, that's when you're able to take those steps forward. And don't worry about the size of the step. You don't have to like leap from, you know, the UK to Australia and say hi to me. You can connect with us on Instagram or LinkedIn, but you've just got to remember by actually just connecting with the right people, you're shifting your energy forward into a more powerful energy. And I think that's really important is like get rid of all the toxic shit in your life and create space for the good stuff. Tori, I love it. I do want to take a giant leap to Australia and come visit you, but I suspect you'll be traveling the world promoting this book that I feel so lucky to kind of be able to speak to at this stage in your journey. I just feel like there's so much exciting ahead of you. And I'm so grateful for you to taking for taking the time to come on the podcast this morning slash evening in whatever day mm. it is and wherever anybody is listening to this. <laughs> it's really good. Thank you so much for having me as a guest. And I look forward to having you on my podcast in the next I couple of weeks. Wait. I can't wait. Thanks so much for listening to Quit Your Day Job. We are produced by Zibby Audio and want to send a huge thanks to Zibby Owens, Chelsea Grogan, and the team at Texture Sound for their support. Don't forget to buy your copy of my What If Year, which is out now. You can also sign up for my mailing list on aliciafmiranda.com or find me on Instagram at aliciafmiranda. It's the best place to hear about future podcasts and, of course, memes about Gilmore Girls. And if you decide to quit your day job, please share that too. 